date is wrong on there, September 25th, 2011, right? Um, and actually what I do when I prepare, prepare these messages is I actually take like the format from the, week the time that before that I spoke. And as I was looking through them, I saw this one. Um, I, I spoke seven years ago on Daniel, the importance of culture. It was uh, Daniel chapter two. Um, I don't know, maybe some of you guys remember that. Some of, some of you don't, it's okay. Um, maybe I'm not that memorable. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, in that message, I brought up another Daniel, okay? This one, okay? Daniel, Daniel Chow, he was 11 years old at the time, and I talked about how I only have seven more years left with this guy, right? And how I need to train him in the way that he should go. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I said to myself, will he remember his Christian culture? Um, and, and so, you know, after, fast forward seven years, right? Fast forward seven years, and I'd like to say I taught him all the right things, right? Truth is, I didn't, right? I, um, but in spite of me, in spite of me, um, I think that God still has big plans for him. Um, he's going to Vanguard University, um, which uh, Michael went to also, so he's smiling. <laughs> But you know, um, I've, I've told some of you guys, I think that Vanguard has been the perfect place for him. The very, the very first day um, when he moved into the dorms, like there was a kid playing the guitar like in the, in the common area, right? And he was worshiping God. And then another kid joins in and starts playing too. And then, um, and then Daniel comes with his, his practice pad and his sticks and he goes, oh, can I play with you guys? And so it's like the very first day and um, this kid is already worshiping God with two complete strangers, right? And so, so for me, that was very assuring. This is, this is an awesome place for Daniel, and God has plans for him. Um, but enough about that. Um, I just wanted to give kind of an update because I thought it was, it was interesting, but I'll, I'll come back to this as well. Um, so today I'm going to talk about something different. I actually got the date right here, um, 2018, September 9th, 2018. Um, and it's Mary and Martha, the importance of relationships. And um, I'm glad Fidel had a little introduction here because he got it right, the main meaning, right? Um, Mary sat at Jesus' feet listening to the Savior, listening to Jesus. So important for us to listen to Jesus, get in his word and understand what Jesus wants for us to pray and, um, and hear the Holy Spirit. All super important, right? Um, and Martha was marked by busyness. Who, who, who amongst you are Marthas here? It's, it's me, for sure. Like, I prefer, actually, for me, it's a lot easier to, like, set up equipment and tear down equipment than it is to actually talk to people, okay? It's, um, it's much easier for me, trust me. Um, and, and we should definitely devote ourselves, our very lives, to listening to Jesus. Very important, okay? But I figured, like... You know, you guys have all heard this message so many times before that I would offer something a little bit different today, okay? Um, so it's kind of a corollary, and, and I hope I'm not being sacrilegious or anything here. I'm going out on a limb. Um, earlier in the chapter um, cha cha of chapter 10, okay, we're in Luke chapter 10, if you're looking in your Bibles. Um, earlier in the chapter, 
Jesus has this conversation, right? And um, he's, talking, he's talking to somebody, and I'll just go ahead and read it for us. On an occasion, an expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. So also, along with listening to Jesus, it's important for us to have good relationships with our fellow man. Does anyone disagree with that, that it's important for us to have good relationships? It's not going out too far on a limb, right? Okay, so I'm going to offer you this corollary. And let's talk about how we love others, okay? Because I think it's very important, okay? Um, so in this passage that Fidel read for us, um, thank you, Fidel, um, he, he says that, um, I highlighted it here um, in red. It says, listening to what he said, right? Listening to what he said. It's important to listen to what Jesus said. I think it's also important for us to listen to others, okay? But I like how the message translation uh, translates it. Okay? It says, hanging on every word he said. Okay? What does that mean? Hanging on every word he said. Um, so I'm going to use a little bit of a past experience from my life, what hanging on every word he said. Okay, spring of 1992. Okay? It's way back. Okay? Um, that's the year that I actually started dating Marissa. Okay? And um, I, I remember... I, um, it was spring quarter, I was taking mammalian physiology, it was a really hard class for me, and um, the night, uh, the few days before the final, I can't remember, maybe it was the night before the final, I decided to go and visit Marissa, and we talked until two in the morning, right, and I had a test, and you know what, I did really bad on that test. (laughs) I got a D in the class, and I had to retake the class, okay? Um, I'm, not, I'm not advocating not studying, okay? But what, I'm, what I am saying is that during those times, I was hanging on every word, right? Hanging on every word Marissa had to say to me. Here's another thing, okay? Who knows what this is? Do you guys in the front know what this is? Okay, this is a really old-fashioned thing. It's called a letter, right? This is, this is what we used to do a long time ago. And um, if you look at this, I don't know if you can see it, but um, I, was actually, I was actually in, this is me, and I was actually in Hoopa, California. Uh, that's a story for another time. And Marissa was in San Diego, and we would write back and forth to each other. And when, when I would get the letters, I would, I would open them up and like, read every word really fast, okay? And then I'd read it again really slowly. And you go, oh, what, what did he mean by that? What did, what did she mean? Why, why did she say that? And, and then, like, really thinking about it, and then right away, writing a letter back, well, what did you mean by that? Like, so that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about, hanging on every word, right? Every word is important. When you really care for someone, every word is important, okay? And, and we'll do that if we care for others, right? If you have friends that you really care for, you'll hang on their every word. If you have brothers and sisters here that maybe you don't care so much for, you'll still hang on their every word, right? Because people's words are important, okay? Um, And you know what? A lot of times, like, I'll be in a conversation, and I'll be like, okay, like, this person's talking to me, and, like, I'm getting bored of their conversation. 
And then I'll, I'll start to go, oh, like, look at that amp needs to be cleaned up. And then I'll rush over there and clean it up, right? But really, if we wait and listen, really listen to people, maybe they have something important to say. Maybe they're going to share something about them. Maybe they'll give you a window into their very soul, okay? Do we hang on every word that people say to us? Okay. Um, so I've, I've played basketball here with a bunch of dudes from this church, right? Fidel, Al, like, um, and so after, after we finish, are we hanging on, on every word? Do you think we are? Okay, do we, do we have these converse, deep conversations after we play basketball, right? Are we trying to look into each other's souls, right? Of course not. Of course we aren't. Why not? Why aren't we? Why aren't we having these deep conversations, right? Um, part of it is society, right? We're, we're dudes, like, you know, we're done playing, let's, let's get out of here, right? That's, that's part of it, right? What's another part of it? We don't want to get into trouble, right? <laughs> we got to get home. We got stuff to do. We got uh, to help take care of kids, and I'm not advocating not taking care of kids, but sometimes... <laughs> Okay, I'm not, not advocating that. But sometimes, like, if we wait just for a little bit, maybe there'll be a really important conversation that we have with someone, right? Maybe, maybe. Um, anyway, going back to, like, you got a lot of stuff to do in your life, right? Okay, uh, I've circled these passages. Martha was distracted by preparations she had to make, and, um, and then also the Lord saying, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Okay, if Jesus were coming for dinner, what would you make? Okay, if Jesus were coming for dinner, what would you make? Okay, I think I'd make a barbecued chicken, right? Or maybe a fruit salad, right? Something really, uh, something really nice. Um, would you want it to be good? Wouldn't you? Of course you would, right? You'd spend all day preparing it, right? Like, make it really good. Ruth is saying, yeah, I'm going to make something really good. <laughs> and believe me, the stuff he makes is really good. <laughs> um, when, would you want, wouldn't you want it to be perfect, just perfect for Jesus, right? But why? Is that what Jesus really wants from us? Does he really want something perfect? Or could we, could we even make it perfect? Like, Rufus is an amazing cook, right? But I think that it would never be perfect like Jesus is perfect, right? Never. We couldn't make anything that good. Is that what Jesus really wants from us? Does he want a perfect meal? Okay, so what, what, do, what happens to me when I'm trying to make a perfect meal? Okay, what if I'm trying to set up the sound system perfectly here? Like, what happens to me when I see people kind of standing around talking, okay? Start to get upset. Why does this person help me, right? Like, can't you see I'm rushing around doing everything, right? Okay, why does Martha get upset? Why does she get upset? Okay, because she wants Mary to help her, right? She wants Mary to help her make this perfect meal, right? She wants Martha, to, uh, she wants Mary to help, right? But what does she really She's, she's distracted by many things, but what is her real motivation and focus? Okay? 
Her real motivation and focus is making the perfect meal, right? And why does she want to make the perfect meal? Because she wants to make something great, right? She wants to do something for herself, right? Because she wants to look good for Jesus, okay? That's what we often do. We often want to look good for ourselves, and so we get mad at other people for not helping us look good, right? Okay, more, more on that later, more on that later. Okay, um, I told you a story from 1992, right? Fast forward, can hardly believe this, 27 years, okay, to 9-8-2018, okay? So Marissa and I, yesterday, we went swimming in the morning. Uh, we woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning because that's what Marissa does. She wakes up at 6 in the morning, and, um, and she tries not to wake me up because she wants me to let me sleep, so that's great of her. Um, but, um, but sometimes I do wake up, and I decided to go swimming with her, right? And so, um, so after we swam, Marissa said, oh, do you want to sit in the jacuzzi for a little bit? Like, um, so we, sit, sit, we go to the jacuzzi, um, and we're actually having a pretty good conversation, which maybe is somewhat rare um, because we're, we're busy and everything. So we're actually having a pretty good conversation. We're talking about um, meaningful stuff. And after about five minutes, I go, okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very abrupt like that. I have, I have trouble with that. It's like five, it's like five minutes. Like, what? Why, why, why are we going now, right? What was I worried about, right? And I'll tell you what I was worried about, okay? I was worried about 9-9-2018. Okay, that's today, right? Because I was worried about speaking today, right? And I was worried, I wanted it to be good. I wanted to impress you all, right? I don't want to get up here and talk about something dumb. I want to, like... I want to make sure that everything comes out right. And so, like, so because I want to make sure everything comes out right, I'm like, five minutes, we've got to go, right? Um, I was more interested in me looking good than loving my wife, okay? I didn't hang on every word. Um... So, so the next thing is uh, this verse. It won't be taken away. It comes from verse 42. But few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Mary chose what is better. Um, being with Jesus, um, that, that, that was what was better. She chose what it was better. Um, it won't be taken away from her. Jesus was giving her an assurance, Okay? Everything else, I'll take care of everything else. Okay, I can take care of it. Have faith. Um, and that he would be with her always. Um, why, must we, why must we choose relationships over projects? We all have projects to do, okay? But those projects can be put on hold sometimes, right? When we take care of our relationships, all the other stuff works out, right? All the other stuff works out. Sometimes, um, sometimes when we have these church splits, right? Um, I've seen so many churches split. Um, we've had a lot of people leave this church in the past, actually. 
sometimes when we have church splits, okay, what is at the heart of the problems? Okay, it's, it's actually not about buildings and it's not about, um, it's not about all the things that you think it was about. It's about the relationships, right? People get so upset about things. They let, they let the things ruin their relationships, okay? It's not just in church, it's everything, okay? It's work, it's family. We let the projects and things affect our relationships, okay? Let's not do that. Uh, short message today. Um, I'm gonna give the conclusion. Okay, this is, people know that this is hard for me. The conclusion's always the hardest part for me. Um, somebody told me last last time I spoke, they said, "Oh, well, it was the, a little bit abrupt, right?" And I agree. So I uh, uh, bear with me. Bear with me. Okay. So I want to talk about our strategy at Harvest. Okay. What is our strategy at harvest? What do we really need? Lasers, right? We need lasers. Can you imagine putting some lasers up here? Maybe, maybe, maybe a fog machine, right? Is that, is that what our strategy is? Okay. But, you know, if, if, you, if, if we're trying to compete on that level, lasers and fog machines, trying to make everything look nice and look better, right, we're never going to win. We're, because we cannot compete with the world. Like, no matter how cool the sound system is here, we can spend $50,000, $100,000 on a sound system, we're never going to compete on that level, okay? Nor should we, okay? We need something different. We need something different. And I'll tell you what it is, okay? It, uh, this comes from Luke chapter 13. I'll read it for us. Then Jesus asked, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare to? It's like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his garden. It grew and became a tree, and the birds perched on its branches. Okay? You see this mustard tree? Like, it's nice. It's, it's shady. It's relaxing, right? The birds come and they rest on it. That's what the kingdom of God should be like. It shouldn't be like, you're tired all the time and you're rushing to do everything all the time, like the church is burning you out, right? It shouldn't be like that. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about um, Tell Baseball, okay? DJ pl played in Tustin Eastern Little League, okay? Uh, tell Baseball was really fun. Um, actually, Daniel and DJ were in it for about nine years, okay? I need a volunteer, actually. Who knows, um, I have a visual aid here. Okay, who knows how to use one of these things? Do you know, who knows what this is? Okay, Rufus, can you volunteer for me? All right, so. Do you have any gloves that I can use? Uh, I have wipes. Yes, perfect, I have, right, great. I have wipes, okay. So. Rufus, uh, go ahead and, and show us how it's done. Oh, look at that. Perfect. You got to show them. You got to show them after it's done. Okay, look at that. Okay, it's a perfect ball, right? Thank you, Rufus. Okay. He, he, has, a, he has a really, really special technique, right? When I was doing it, I was just kind of scooping it. And, um, and it was coming out really bad, so I needed somebody to volunteer and show me. Like, he, he came and he, like, had a special twist to it. it yeah. 
really good. Now I know how to use it. And you use the pinky too? Okay, the pinky, the pinky. You put, you put the pinky right here? A little bit more leverage that way? Okay, good, good. Okay. You guys have no idea why, why, why Rufus just did that, right? Okay. So this is, this is what it is, okay? Every organization, every organization is asking for help, right? And everybody is scooping each other, okay? Everybody is taking a scoop out of you. Like, every, like sometimes, sometimes um, to be honest with you, sorry kids. <laughs> when, I, when, I come, when I come home from work sometimes, I've been scooped all day by my coworkers, right? Like, oh, I need this, oh, I need this, oh, I need this all day long, and oh, like not even a thank you? All right, all right, whatever, right? But they, they pay me for this, right? But sometimes when I come home, okay, the second I walk in the door, it's like, oh, dad, can you help me with chemistry? Can you help me with my biology? Can you help me with my physics? Can you help me with this? Can you help me with my math? Like, it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Let me, let me take off my shoes. Let me put down my bag, <laughs> right? Sometimes you feel, like, you feel like every day, like somebody is scooping you. All these organizations, they're taking a scoop and taking a piece out of you. And why are they doing this? Why are they taking a scoop out of you? Because they want their organization to look better, right? They want, they want Tell Baseball to be better. They want the website to be better. They want bleachers. They want... The, the, the benches to be painted, right? Every day, people are taking a scoop out of you. All day long. Scoop, scoop, scoop. I hate being scooped, right? For our church, we should be different, right? We should be different. We shouldn't be, like, scooping each other all the time. Okay? We should be a place... Uh-oh. We should be a place where people feel free from being scooped. Okay? We should be a place where people feel free from judgment. Okay? A, a place where people can rest. You come here not to be scooped. You come here to find rest. You should come to a place where people feel like others care about you. Not just what you can do for them, not a conversation where it's like, oh, I'm only going to say hi to you because I want to scoop you. Right? A place where, it's a place where we hang on every word for each other, where we really care for each other. Take a step back from guilt-tripping people to do things, and instead, I'm not saying that Nobody should do anything, right? Because, of course, we want to do things. But we want to be a place where people, people serve with great joy. Like, find something that you're passionate about, right? And do that. Do that for our church. Not something that it's like, oh, everybody expects me to do this. Find something that you really enjoy doing and do that, right? And if, if we have ministries that, like, okay, like, this is, like, we don't have enough people to do this anymore. Let's not do it. Let's not do it anymore. It's okay. Like, if the worship team, like, if Conrad or Jack and Lily don't get great joy out of doing this, let's play a YouTube video. 
we'll worship along with that. I've done that at home before. I've played YouTube and, and sung to those songs. It's okay, right? But I, I, think, I think that people do serve out of great joy, right? And, and that's good. That's what we want for people. Okay, I'm almost done here. Last conclusion, right? Wasting time, right? I'm always, I'm always telling, I was, um, I'm going to talk about this guy again, right? <laughs> you know, seven years, the past seven years since the time I, I talked to you, you know what I was always talking to this kid about? This man now, 18 years old, he's a man. I was always telling him, why are you wasting time, <laughs> right? I hear laughter because I think a lot of parents can, um, can, can identify with that, right? Why are you wasting time? But you know, that was me. That was me being distracted. Um, that was me wanting what was best for him, best, right? Best in quotes. Um, you know, when, when we dropped Daniel off at Vanguard University, um, I was sitting in the car, and um, I was looking in the back seat, and the interior of our car is gray, just like the, the, um, just like the interior of the car when we, when we, when we, picked up, when we um, drove Daniel home from the hospital, from, uh, from um, Hogue Hospital. I looked back there, and it was, it was, it was 18 years ago that we got him from the hospital, right? And we brought him home. And I remember when we went over the speed bumps, it was like, like, like don't, don't go over the speed bumps too fast. Like, his head's going to jiggle. His brain's going to be fried. <laughs> you know, like, so I, I remember that. Uh, it was like it was just yesterday, right? And I looked in the back seat of the car, and I said, oh, my gosh. 18 years flew by, and it's, it's, it's over, right? Like, my, my time with him... My time with him is over. Um, it was it w the past seven years has been a lot of a lot of time of me wasting the moments. Okay, me mo wasting moments of time, like special times, right? Where if I had just if I had just slowed myself down and stopped being so worried about things in the world, like maybe I could have just sat there for two extra minutes, and I could have heard something really valuable from Daniel. I could have been in the moment. Like, how many times are we not in the moment because we're distracted by so many other things? Could have been hanging on every word, right? Could have been hanging on every single word. And you know what? I, I don't want to end this um, being so depressing, right? Because, um, because truth is, it's not too late. It's not too late. I still have times. Um, you know, fortunate for me, he's, he's 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. I can still go and take him out for lunch or dinner, right? I can still hang on his every word. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you for, um, for you care for us. Um, 
you care so much for us and you want us to be with you and you want us to hang on your every word. Um, help us to be like that with others too. Help us to not be distracted by so many things. Um, help us to really care, care about um, each other. Um, spend that extra minute or two um, just to hear what's going on with each other, what's going on in people's hearts. Uh, thank you for your message, which you give to us. In Jesus' name, amen.